0: you're listening to third eye talks a podcast for the spiritual junkie with your host certified life and spiritual coach naz rose Hello, beautiful listeners! Happy 2023! I am so glad to be back here with you, uh, uh, you know, for another year of Third Eye Talks, uh, welcoming this beautiful year. And I wanted to make this very first episode. Um, all about what we can expect astrologically this year. Now, I know there are a lot of places where you can find this information uh, in depth, uh, but I really want to just focus on the highlights to kind of help you get an overall energy of what this year is really going to be about. And I think you're really going to love this episode. I'm going to keep it brief, informative as always, um, and of course, if you have any questions on any of these transits or any of the things that are happening this year, please reach out to me. I also want to encourage everyone listening in to follow me on my Instagram. It is at Believe It Coach, or you can follow me on TikTok. Uh, I'm also on there as at Believe It Coach. You can always check out my website for more information, believe com. It's gonna be a great year for third eye talks. It's gonna be a great year for me, and it's gonna be a great great year for you. Let's talk about it. So the big theme always is, what is the number for the year? 2023 adds up to a number seven. In numerology, number seven is all about trust. And what do I mean when I say that? It's about learning to go inside and to trust our own instincts and to create our own or form our own opinions and create our decisions and take decisions and make decisions that really resonate with what we think we need to do in our own uh, in our own gut, in our own intuition. Okay. So, <clears throat> what you can expect is for a lot of information to potentially uh, be coming your way from outside sources. However, I really want you to work really, really well this year on your abs, on your stomach, on your, um, Everything from your root chakra to your sacral chakra to your solar plexus chakra is going to be really important. And of course, your heart chakra always um, to be able to really tell intuitively which are the best decisions for you. Again, a lot of information, a lot of opinions. A lot of things coming in from the outside, but learning to create your own philosophies, learning to really be authentic, authentically yourself, and learning to make decisions and take actions that really resonate with you and with what tells you inside, yes, this is for me, is going to be increasingly important this year. You're going to be tested on that multiple times. That's why... um, Another reason my last episode last year was about um, decisions, you know, and learning to tell from the body when something is a yes for you and when something is not. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, I know a lot of people were kind of off their regular routine. And so you might have not tuned in. I encourage you to go and listen to that. So that's what we have in terms of numerology. Okay, it's a seven year. Trust your instincts, create your own opinions and make decisions based on you. The second thing we have is the uh, Chinese year. Um, and this year coming up is going to be the year of the rabbit, okay? The rabbit is known to be really gentle, really loving, really uh, a very much a hopeful sign. A sign that longs to be loved and to love others a very, very gentle sign. Now, the downside sometimes of the rabbit is the um, inability to really trust themselves, to trust their minds, right? They can uh, have difficulty a lot of times trusting themselves and their decisions. So you see it here repeated, okay? Number seven, year of the rabbit, trusting yourself. Being able to... To keep yourself mentally uh, strong and continuing to go forward with the decisions that really resonate with you. Okay. Another wonderful transit that we have um, to look forward to is that Mars will finally go direct in Gemini. Now, Mars initially entered Gemini back in October. However, it retrograded shortly after. And what that means is it kind of limited its full potential. And now when it finally does go direct, um, it's going to just bring so much action in whatever house of your chart Gemini rules. So, for instance, um, Gemini rules my 10th house of career, ambitions, goals, Um and my reputation in, in the world of work. And so for me, what that means is when Gemini finally goes direct, it's gonna be a really wonderful time. And I'm crossing my fingers that it will be <laughs> when it comes to my career, when it comes to meeting my goals, when it comes to really becoming um, so much of who I want to be career-wise. So go and check your charts, see which house Gemini uh, rules in your chart, and you'll be able to see where you're going to see a lot of action, okay? Um, for me, I don't follow transits that are kind of every day or even monthly. For me, really important transits include the uh, what we call the outer planets, okay? So Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, Neptune. Um, those to me really say, that big shifts are coming, not just for our individual lives, but also for us as a collective. So this year, three of those, three of those big planets are going to be moving into new signs. Okay. The first one being Saturn. Saturn in March will move into Pisces. Okay. And what this means is that all of these nebulous, because Pisces uh, is ruled by Neptune, all of these nebulous um, things that Pisces has been hiding, uh, Saturn is going to come in and go, party's over. (laughs) Let's talk about reality. Okay, that's what Saturn does. Saturn comes in and says, here's the reality of the situation. Here's really what needs to get done. Here's the task at hand. So, My um, advice to you is to look to see, again, where which house Pisces rules in your natal chart. And Saturn is going to enter that house and kind of take away the fog and really make things very clear and evident for all of us. So to give you, again, an example, I have uh, Pisces rules, my seventh house of partnerships, marriage and all of that stuff. So. It's going to really put a focus and say, oh, you guys have been dreaming for all of this time. Hey, get serious about this stuff. Here's some stuff that, you know, you you maybe you have failed to see in your partner or you have failed to see in your business partners as well, um, because the seventh house is all about partnerships, all sorts of them. Um, and to really clarify things for you and make you get really serious in, in that house. Um same thing. Let's say if you have, um, if if uh, Pisces rules your tenth house, well, maybe all of this time you've been kind of, had, you know, you've been a little bit nebulous, a little bit unclear about what was happening in your career. Well, Saturn is going to go in there, and it's going to clarify it for you in a way that you can't unsee. Okay. So it's one of those things. Now that I've seen it, I can't unsee it. That's what Saturn is coming in to do as soon as it enters Pisces. Um, also in March, March is going to be a bit of a month. <laughs> also in March, um, Pluto will enter Aquarius, okay? And this is a big, big thing. Pluto, what it does is it revolutionizes, kind of, it, it changes everything. It It kind of, I don't want to use the word kills, but it kind of says here is massive change okay pluto is all about change and what it's going to do when it enters aquarius it's as a whole as a society um and and as individuals as well anything that ha- that is outdated when it comes to systems aquarius is the ruler of you know humanity technology um ideologies um <clears throat> really big concept thinking um and so when it enters, when Pluto enters Aquarius, what's going to happen is that any outdated systems, any outdated ways of thinking, um, any outdated technology is really going to see massive, massive change. And this this is true as well for whatever house um, uh, Aquarius rules in your chart. Okay. So if, let's say, for instance, Pluto, um, I'm sorry, if Aquarius rules your first house, um, as soon as Aquarius gets in there, it's really going to make you think, how, why have I been dressing like this for so long? Why have I been thinking about this thing in this way for so long? Why have I been using technology in this way for so long? It may be a time, for example, when we as a whole say, why why are we using social media this way? What is this doing for us? Um, We're going to see a lot of changes when it comes to that. So look at the house where Aquarius um, rules things for you. And you're going to see some major kind of death and rebirth uh, in there and many ways of doing things differently. Okay? Uh, the third major transit there is uh, that's happening is that Jupiter will enter Taurus, okay? And I love this merging of Jupiter into Taurus because it means that wherever, whichever house Taurus rules in our charts, we're going to see uh, more abundance in it, more money, more um, more safety, more security. Um, And and I think we're really, really going to appreciate the security and the the kind of um, uh, solid kind of energy that Taurus brings into that house. So look at your chart, see which house Taurus rules and expect some really beautiful things there. So again, let's say um, Taurus rules your uh, fifth house, okay? The fifth house is all about creativity, love, passion, uh, children. If Jupiter, if Taurus is the ruler of your fifth house, you're about to see a lot of positivity, abundance, a lot of uh, safety and security and uh, money and more possession or um, giving of, of love coming toward you, of the possibility of children, um, you know, the possibility of creative, really creative, beautiful endeavors uh, coming to life for you and becoming something really beautiful in your life. Those things are very possible. So look to see which house Taurus rules in your chart. And you're about to see some really pretty things there. Um, And then finally, finally, in July, uh, we are going to see a shift of the nodes. We've been working with the Taurus Scorpio axis of the South and North nodes, um, and with that, we've been seeing a lot of bringing to balance, you know, power or power struggles or issues of of power in our relationships and as a society. Now, as we merge into in July, the um, Aries no- Aries North Node. Libra South node, we're going to see a shift and we're going to be asked to balance, to bring to balance, um, the me versus us. Okay. So if you have been maybe, um, giving too much of yourself to others. You're going to see once that transit begins um, in in July, that you are thinking a little bit more about yourself and saying, well, wait a minute, I'm giving so much to others. How do I give a little bit to me? You know, how do I practice some self-care? And the opposite is true. If you have been just all about you, all about you, all about you, and not caring about anybody else, um, you're going to begin to ask yourself, oh, well, yeah, I'm doing all these things for me, but man, it's really lonely here, right? How do I do more for others? How do I bring more people into my life? How do I care more about their opinions and their wants and their desires? Okay, so a really, really beautiful astrological year. If you have any questions, like I said, about these transits, reach out to me. I am at info at com. You can find info on my website, believeitlifecoaching.com, or you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at believeitcoach. I love you so much. I wish you an excellent year and I'll be back next week with them another amazing episode of Third Eye Talks. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie brought to you by... Believe It Life Coaching. Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information. Believe It Life Coaching.com